Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Hey guys, it's Rachel here. Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast. Thanks for joining me today on your ride into school or wherever you are listening to this. Today, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to get personal with you and I'm going to talk about that year. And what do I mean by that year? I mean that year where nothing went right, where I dreaded going into school every single day and I rejoiced on the last day of school, like literally rejoiced, shut the door when the students, the last student left and cheered with my co-teacher. Have you had that year before? Are you in that year right now? If you are, you'll get through it. And today we're going to talk about how to survive a really difficult school year. So let me paint you a picture because I really want you to understand exactly how tough this year was for me. Here we go. It was the first day of school. I had some idea of the kind of kids that were going to enter in my classroom that year, but I had no idea that the struggle would begin on day one. Typically on that first day of school, everybody's on their best behavior. Even if you've heard rumors of the naughty kid, quote unquote, the naughty kid, he or she is usually pretty well behaved on that first day. They're kind of lurking in the background, but no real action that day, except for this year, that year that I had the worst year ever. I was in an integrated fourth grade classroom. I had 23 students and four adults. And I had a small classroom. So that was a really tight fit for 23 students and four adults. I was working alongside a special education teacher who actually was a long-term sub hired, I think, a few days before school started um, for the regular teacher that was on maternity leave. And thank the Lord, she was amazing and she was along for the ride because she and I, (laughs) we had to hold on tight that year. And on top of that, so we had my special education teacher, myself, and two of my students had one-on-one aides. So there were four adults in the classroom in addition to the 23 active, very active students. And many of the students in my classroom had emotional behavior disorders, IEPs, 504s. There was a lot going on. And many of the kids that were placed in my classroom just really were not in the right space. They did not have the support that they needed. They needed more than what could be provided in an integrated classroom. And many of the students, whether or not they had any special support or not, were reading way below grade level. And I mean way below grade level. There were, though, a handful of really well-behaved students, students that were uh, reading on grade level, and unfortunately, those students got caught in the crossfire more than once. It was really, really rough. I'm painting a really grim picture, but it doesn't really get much better, I'm afraid to say. By the end of the first day of school, I had one kid had punched another kid, and three other ones were in the principal's office. (laughs) So that is the start of my school year. It was, to say the least, the worst school year ever. Now, before you turn me off and say, why would I want to hear about your horrible school year? There is good news. I survived. I survived the worst school year ever. And I lived to tell about it. And I'm going to tell you how you can do the same. Does this sound like a year that you are having right now? Have you been in that situation before? And if you haven't, 
Oh, you will. We all have that year. And you know what else? You will survive too. And we can keep in mind that one of the great things about teaching is that it has a start and an end. Every single school year, every year you'll get a new batch of kids and you get a fresh start. So even if you are in the thick of it right now, it won't last forever and it will only be temporary. And there are some simple things that you can do to get through the day and get past it. So I'm going to share with you the things that I did that got me through. The first one, the most important one, coffee. Yes, I know this sounds so, so simple. And if you're not a coffee drinker, think of something else that you enjoy, tea or whatever, whatever your favorite drink of the morning is. It's simple, but it's necessary. And I'm not talking about home-brewed coffee. No, 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 no. You have to have something that's going to want to get you out of the bed every single morning. You got to have something to look forward to. And so when you are driving on your way to school, you're going to swing through Dunkin' Donuts or even upgrade to Starbucks or wherever your favorite coffee shop is and treat yourself to the little happiness that is coffee. But you know what else I did? I would often grab a cup for my co-teacher because we both needed it. And sometimes she would do the same. It was our little way of saying, yep, this sucks, but here's some coffee. And giving that little happiness to somebody else would give a little happiness to you as well. So coffee, first and foremost, get yourself a good cup of coffee, tea, whatever it is that you love to drink in the morning. Okay, number two, the next thing that I would do to get me through this year was I was extra prepared. So I could pretty much guarantee that my day was not going to go according to plan. And I knew that somewhere along the way, each day a lesson would be sabotaged and the learning would go right out the window. I'd have to stop and deal with some behavior issue, make a phone call, or chase a student down the hallway. And when this happens, what do you do with your other students? Well, you have to have plan B. You got to have an extra activity always tucked away on your desk that students can work on if something else takes your attention away. Always have something extra prepared. Number three, use your resources. When I first started teaching, I always felt like it was a sign of weakness to go back and ask for help from the principal, the behavior specialist, or any other support staff. I was afraid they were going to view me as not knowing what to do, which I didn't, or think I didn't have control of my class. Didn't have that either. But I knew that if I was going to make it, I was going to need help. If things got bad, I would call for backup. Sometimes two, three times a day, I had a buddy teacher that I could send a student to if they needed to cool off and step away. And think ahead. Reach out to another teacher ahead of time and say, hey, if I need you, can I call you? If I need to send a student your way, are you cool with that? So that you're prepared and you have a plan set in place for when things get rough. The next thing that I did almost every day during the school year that was that year was I worked out a lot. I know, I know. The last thing that you want to do at the end of a long, hard school day is go to the gym, go for a walk, go for a run. You might just want to go home and have a glass of wine and a box of tissues. But on the days that I went to the gym after a terrible day, I felt better. There's something about working it off and getting those endorphins flowing in our bodies and recharging and resetting that will give us a new perspective, that'll give us that energy that we need to go into the next day. And if you don't go to the gym, if you don't like to work out, Take a walk around your neighborhood. Even take a walk around your school a couple laps just to work it off, work off the bad day, and get it out of your system. All right, this next one's going to contradict exactly what I just said, but the next one that got me through the year, 
was wine. <laughs> some days you just need wine. You got to give yourself some grace. You got to tell yourself that it's one day, one year. Go home, have a glass of wine. We good? Okay. The next one is also really simple, but it can make a huge difference in your day. Just like having coffee in the morning, that amazing cup on your way to school, pack yourself an awesome lunch. I know this sounds silly, but come on, you know that when you have a fabulous lunch to look forward to, even if you are eating over the copy machine during your break, you smile a little wider. <laughs> pack something really good that you're going to be excited about because the worst thing is when you drop your kids off and you're like, ugh, now I just got to go back to my classroom and eat my stupid peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you don't have anything to look forward to even in your break. So give yourself a good lunch, something that's healthy, that's going to fuel you for the rest of the day and make it a good one. And with that said, on a side note, Eat lunch with somebody, somebody who's positive. Don't go in the teacher's lounge if you know they're just going to be in there gossiping and complaining and whining about this, that, and the other thing. You have to surround yourself with positive people, especially, you have to do it all the time, but especially on those years that you are already struggling to make it through the day. Nothing good is going to come from a complaining session during your lunch period. So find somebody who you know is going to give you a smile, an encouraging word, to help you get through the rest of the day. All right, the last thing that I want to tell you that got me through the day was remembering to meet students where they were. This was sometimes a struggle because in my perfect world, I wanted to hold each of my students to the same standards, hold them all accountable to the same guidelines. But in the real world, all my students aren't the same. And a student who is struggling at home or at school cannot be taught and expected to do the same as a student who is coming from a happy home and doesn't struggle at school. So you have to meet students where they are. And sometimes that means having a behavior plan that's unique to them, which is really hard for me especially, and I know many of you may feel the same way, that you feel that if you are giving somebody a new, a different behavior plan that you're bending the rules for them. And that's just not true. You have to meet students where they are and sometimes even let something slide because calling a student out on every little thing just because you have certain expectations isn't going to make anybody feel better. And it's certainly not going to make your student behave better. So meet students where they are, not just academically, but behaviorally as well. And finally, one last thing to remember, when you're dealt with one of these years, you have to take it one day at a time. At the beginning of the school year, all I could think about was, oh my gosh, how am I going to make it till June? But you know what? That's not helpful. It's not helpful to think that far out if it's going to just only bring you to a negative place. If all you're thinking about is making it to the end of the school year, it's going to make for a very long year with your students. So what you need to do instead is to think about how you're going to make it to the end of the day. And all the things that we just talked about, you're going to have an awesome lunch. You're going to have coffee in the morning. You're going to sit with somebody at lunch that's going to have a positive impact on you. You're going to have extra resources prepared in case something comes up in your classroom, you're going to reach out to another teacher or to your principal or to a behavior specialist. You're going to go work out at the end of the day. You're going to have a glass of wine after you work out and just give yourself some grace. What are you going to do to make it to the end of that day? Not the end of the school year, not even the end of the week, that day. You have to focus on that moment. The truth is, is not every year is going to be sunshine and cupcakes for sure. I'm sure I don't have to tell you that. But on the flip side, every year isn't going to be one of those years either. 
So when you do have one, because we all will, you proceed with caution and confidence and you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because you know what? At the end of the tunnel is summer vacation. And then you get to start all over again with a fresh start. So I hope these words were encouraging to you today, especially if you are in one of those years. Thank you so much for tuning in. And you can find all the things that we talked about in the show notes today at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash two, the number two. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.